The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Bloto the Toydarian. This series features our game master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, Guy Bradford as Engage 311, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fanzi. Battle lines have been drawn as the gang begin to turn against each other. Brash embraced his fate as a Sith Lord. Vic chafed against his assignment as Brash's apprentice. Serpento slaughtered Waka Fonzie in a mind palace and rose as a new rival personality. And Engage secretly decided to betray Serpentos to avenge Waka Waka Fonzie. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop or spend money. No credits, only money. So a slightly longer time ago, in the same galaxy vicinity we've been in the whole time, um, Engage, you had a problem. And that problem was that uh, the man who answered your ad was like five degrees more psychotic than you'd hoped for. Uh, you'd hoped that you would get someone idealistic or, you know, engaged um so that your name would fit uh <laughs> oh. but uh instead you got serpentos ultra magnus um now the good news is that uh all of your your waka initiative tech worked spectacularly well he gained the additional strength he gained the agility um he gained uh the rapid healing factor that's never been referenced on the show before um <laughs> But the part of the problem was that he was too good. You succeeded too hard. And your bosses at the Waka Initiative were pissed. So we begin our story today uh, in the past, in that lab, um, when uh, you were discussing uh, with the Board of Shadowy Figures 
who are a bunch of people who have realized that Star Wars hologram technology is so bad that if you just look down, you're basically invisible. So um, four figures uh, shrouded in bluish scanline darkness, all looking at the ground, speaking loudly and articulately so you can hear them. Um, but uh, the, uh, the leader, uh, the founder of the Waka Initiative, is uh, giving you the uh, nth gauge degree uh, about this. Um, so uh, he begins by saying... Uh, Engage 311. We have heard very upsetting rumors that your latest Walker Initiative project has not gone according to plan. Is it true you have lost control of him? No, not control, not fully. A little bit of control. Yeah, he's pretty far gone. Okay, that is less than ideal for us. So, listen, uh, I know you care a lot about your subjects. It is one of the, the flaws in your particular model, but, you know, this is awkward for me, as I'm sure it is for you, but, you know, we'll have to kill you if you don't, you know, sort the Waka problem. Oh. Serpentos Ultra Magnus must die. Hey, okay, hold on, hold on, back up, fella. And he, like, steps three steps back from the hollow yeah. projector and just gets a little <laughs> bit darker and smaller. Look, I think we need to give this kid another chance. Look, I really think he's at a C right now. But, you know, give him a little nudge of encouragement. You know, you know get him into some Kumon math. I think uh, <laughs> he could become a very efficient, proficient killer. You know, we just got to teach him the ABKs. The K is for kill. I see. So you mean to tell us that his distance to Vry learning has not turned out as we'd hoped? Sadly, no. He seems to be more of a Sylvan case than anything else ah. I've ever encountered in my lifetime. Yeah. And then you hear one of the other voices be like, Utanatika! It's like, yes, yes, you were right. Sylvan was the way to go. We, Okay, well, <laughs> contracts were signed, all right? Sometimes you just have to do it. But I must say, 311... Your siblings have not encountered such problems. Their units are performing spectacularly. You have one more chance. Apply the Kumon math. Teach the Sylvan ways. However, if your unit does not fall in line, you know what you must do. Oh, um, <clears throat> sorry, I, I, I make that threat and we, we both know the, the protocol. Um, uh, I wasn't sure if you had one, so we mailed you a lightsaber. It's, uh, it should be arriving in six to eight days. Oh, okay. Well, thank God I have my pneumatic tube system set up, so it will fall directly in front of me when that happens. <laughs> we designed you that way for a reason, 311. Make sure you do not fail us. You wouldn't want to end up like 308. <gasps> uh, and then he clicks off, and the other ones are all, like, doing that stupid thing we do on Zoom where they're all trying to find the, like, stop hologram button, but they're all, like, bad at it. So one guy just, like, sits yeah. back, and he's like, ah, oh, jeez, that was really... Oh, shit, shit, shit! Uh, and then he presses the button until he, he blinks out. Um, so, Engage, you're left alone in in your, your lab. Um, and uh, what's uh, what do you think your lab looks like back in the day? Uh, it's very cluttered. Uh, it's basically kind of like a bunker that a uh, uh, um, <clears throat> a nutcase would have in you know in their basement. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They should have put time into making it look nice because you, they might live there for a while if things go south. But uh, no, it's just wrenches, <laughs> like all <laughs> there's wrenches and, and socket wrenches and all the various wrenches just going around the uh the walls there um there's a there's a uh, an x-files uh looking for the truth i believe <laughs> i want to believe yep, yep. Uh, that's the one that 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 piece of shit's hanging up there too and uh look into the truth <laughs> yeah there's also like um there's also this um hang in there uh, poster next to the I want to believe. Yep. But it's of a robot cat eating a real cat. All right. Like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, and I'll say uh, the last and perhaps most important uh, one is an old, old poster. 
um, that is um, kind of uh, worn with age. Um, and uh, it is of a, uh, a cloaked figure in kind of that classic brown Jedi robe. Um, and it's got the stupid Star Wars font that's like, all of it looks kind of like the British pound sign or like the yen sign upside down. Um, and um, holding a, a green lightsaber. Um, and uh, it just says, uh, like in big letters in Star Wars font, like, may the force be with you. And down beneath it says, Ey! and you can see uh, the cloaked figure giving a double thumbs up with a popped <laughs> collar. Um, it would be days until you realized that you only had one choice left and uh, dispatched a, another one of the agents of your program to, to hunt down Serpentos Ultra Magnus. Um, of the six people you sent, uh, only one succeeded. You never heard from the others again, so you had to assume that they were all killed in action. But the one managed to pull it off. The board of shadowy figures was appeased for the time being, um, but you were dissatisfied because what you failed to tell them and what really would have been a, a useful little feather in their cap was exactly what you were trying to accomplish back then with that particular model. You thought maybe he could be something more. Maybe. Now, as you stare at the imposingly ridiculous frame of Serpentos Ultra Magnus, a man of barrel chest, great strength, great abs, and tiny spindly sweeping arms and legs, tottering around maniacally, you think of how close you actually came to perfection and how deeply, deeply hurt you are that he killed your little baby boy, Waka. Uh, so, Serpentos. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Putty in my hand says what? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's still a chance. All right. Hey, um, hey look. I, uh, I just wanted to apologize for the way that I acted inside of my mind when you were there. I, uh, you know, when Waka was in control of this body, he did a lot of terrible things. And, and part of that was manipulating me to say bad things. And me lashing out at you was wrong. And I... I just wanted to apologize for that. Oh, well, this is a development. Yes. Uh, oh, well. Hey, you know what? There's no uh, steal off my hide, as I say. That's, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I mean, I just want you to know that in any kind of violent thing that you have seen Walker do was him. It wasn't me. I'm the rational one. I'm here to be your friend. Or your Are son. You... Oh. Dad. Oh, I got a little robot chub. Oh. <laughs> and uh, engage as uh, you watch Serpentos stumble out of the room to go and uh, try and uh, A, get why some like stronger legs and B, why perhaps. Why stump? Oh, the, the legs. Tiny, tiny there. sweep, sweep legs. <laughs> um, you watch him go and you, you shake your robotic head. Because truly, as a manipulator, he has failed to understand that the thing he loved most about Waka was the violent acts. And so you resolve to team up with your occasional enemy, Brash, to try and bring vengeance to your house. It has now been several days. Um, you've been in hyperspace, so like a cool blue space tunnel! Um, and um, Serpentos you've realized that uh, the loyalty of the crew, despite how ramshackle everything is, runs deeper than at first you'd, you'd imagined. When you awoke to this new world uh, for the first time, uh, you saw just a, a ship full of rubes. Uh, and for the first time, you actually had the physical power and capabilities to perhaps um, work your will upon them. However, with the loss of your limbs and some of your armaments, um, you are now like the the pirate from Family Guy, just sort of tottering around the ship. <laughs> right. Um, right. And you've decided that um, for now, uh, you're not in a tremendously good position uh, to mutiny and seize control of the ship. So you're biding your time. 
there will come a time to strike, uh, but that time has not yet presented itself. Uh, here's my question to you. What do you think over the span of the few days that we're in hyperspace you'd be doing to improve your robot body? Um, well, I, I, I want to talk to um, uh, Shatterstar and uh, get her to make me some, some Robocop legs. And I, I want two robot arms and I want each arm to be able to transform into its own separate fork gun. But I want this to be kind of like on the down low. I see. Um, okay, so here's what I'll offer you. It's a bit of a devil's bargain, which I keep stealing from one <laughs> I, game and applying to others. I get um, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know. R.I.P. Richard. Uh, so if she dismantles the righteous indignation completely, hmm. she can build you the robot legs and one fork gun arm. You are still short a fork gun. However, you do recall there being one slung over Tutu Cups' shoulder when you met him for the first time. So there's another one soon, but for now, you can get one full, like, uh, I, I'm thinking you're, you're talking like a, like a Samus Aran, like, Mega Man arm cannon type thing, or are you talking like robot hand transforms into fork gun fire, transforms back into hand kind of deal? Yeah, like that. Like it's it's concealed. So like it okay. would look like I have two robot arms, but the one arm can kind of like like. Okay, I'll say for now you've got a shitty, shitty Mega Man arm. You'll need to cannibalize oh. a proper robot to get the other arm. Um. So aboard the ship, uh, none of the robots are good for this because they're all <laughs> kind of spindly. Um. So you'll need to find uh when you arrive at um uh. Uh, Ryxos, uh, which is Tutu Cups' planet. Um, you'll, uh, the moon, rather, uh, that, that he has his compound on. Uh, you'll have to keep your eye open for droids. Now, there will be likely many droids. It'll be up to you to determine what kind of droid arm you want. Will it be mm. a C-3PO arm? Will it be something dumber? I'm not sure. Unless we'll they take apart the bike. No, so the bike, ar- so the bike will give you a shitty version of the arm. Oh, you'll need if you to don't can- destroy the bike. You get no arms, no yes. legs. Yeah, bike's oh. got to go if you want these bits. Um, but what I'm oh, saying is, one. if you want a transforming arm, uh, the parts from the bike can make you like a badass Furiosa arm, but they can't make you like a slick robot hand. Oh. For a robot hand, you're going to need to take apart a droid. So what All I would right. suggest is we treat this a little bit like most video games nowadays, where you have the shitty version until you can kill a droid and steal its arm, and then you can upgrade. All right. But okay. it will require the uh, the bike to come apart. That said, this is not Serpentos's bike. This is very much Waka's bike. Or do you oh, think yeah. Serpentos had the? Did Serpentos? I mean, Serpent- how did you get the bike? <laughs> um, I stole it off of a, a green space rabbit. Oh right, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. We we had talked about the <laughs> the theft from Captain Bucky O'Hare. All right, dope. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so you don't care about this. Um, no. So. In terms of what armor you have left, you still got your Mandalorian helmet and your Mandalorian chest plate, and then you've got uh, Furiosa arms and Robocop legs. Sweet. Yep. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, can I get it? Like, can she reshape my helmet to make it look like more like badass? What does that What does that look like to you? Um. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> It I'll, I'll like, uh, hang on. I gotta get some paper so I can sketch this and put it into your file with the current helmet, which I okay. have. Like, right will here. it say "badass" on it? <laughs> yeah. In in uh, Star Wars, just like on on the back. Okay, so this yeah. is what we're dealing with right now. You've got your like fleur de lis pattern and some like speed lines. Right. You look a bit like um, <laughs> a medieval knight. Uh, you Power got ranger. Yeah, you, you got a bit of. Um, uh, I forget his name, but he was like a Mega Man X villain. You got him going on a bit. Right. Uh, what uh, do you want the new helmet to look like? Do you want it to be more Robocopy? Do you want like a Judge Dread deal? Like what's Serpentos' ideal helmet? Okay, so you're looking at like... It's, it's an audio medium. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, got it, I, got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm about to describe it. <laughs> it's, yep. uh, it's Galvatron's helmet from Transformers. Okay, I see. So we're basically looking at if you took a Magneto helmet and you stretched out the eye and mouth hole a bit and then added horns to yeah. the left and right, the center and the back. Or like yeah. a Shredder helmet if it didn't have the face guard. Yeah, that's also a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so he, yeah. so your face will be visible. This is a a, a thing that Serpentos is after. Uh, oh, or do okay. you glass cover the the front? Yeah, like like combine it. Like it it would have kind of like like a sharp T kind mm-hmm. of like glass, but it would be very Galvatroni. Like cool. Cobra what color Commander. is the like a like one of the Cobra Commander helmets? Yes. All right. Yeah, what color? Yeah. Um. Uh, like a like a uh, like a a dull purpley black. So Galvatron. Yeah. It's Great. Galvatron. All right. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to your conversations with Orson Welles playing Unicron. <laughs> what a world we live in. Uh, okay, cool. So yeah, so she reshapes that. Um, we'll say that um, she re- reworks the rest of your armor to have that. Um, so now you're in like full purple, but the arms and legs, again, by virtue of being uh, pieces of a bike, are still very much like pistons and weird shit, just so you have something cool to upgrade four scenes from now. Um, okay, cool. So I think we'll say that's kind of your action for the trip is like upgrading your body so that you're, you're kind of back at Waka levels, but more mechanical. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Vic, you've returned to a slightly different ship. Um, first of all, people seem to have plans that you didn't make, which is absurd because you're the leader. Yeah. So what the fuck? Um... (laughs) Second, uh, you've actually, Vic's been through some shit in the past few sessions. Um, you have, uh, obtained and achieved a goal several times now. You've, uh, your life's purpose has occurred and been completed now several times. Um. I'm killing it. I'm doing great. <laughs> you're doing fantastic. But there is one major concern that, that, uh, I don't think we've actually fully heard Vic kind of reckon with, which is that your parents clearly got confused and went into the wrong house, and now they can't leave that house for some reason, which is confusing because you can leave a house if you want to. That's how houses work. Mm. Um, but also, you weren't invited, and that's kind of a bummer. Um, how are you feeling about uh, the parent situation? Um, I think it's the next problem to be solved. We're going to bring the money back to two two cups. We're going to get the grenades for blowing up i think it was 300 grenades exclusively for blowing up agrippa's front door only no no agrippa agrippa the the plan was to create the plan was to put the grenades in a kano suit with floating droids drive it up to the door and just blow it up because agrippa would answer the door oh that's right right. she would answer the door okay yeah uh yeah and once we do that bing bang boom vic's got his parents uh and then vic uh asks for uh an allowance um understandably and then everything is great again. Um, so uh, you've got a pretty good plan, uh, Vic. And happily, Sweep Sweep was cannibalized, but not Dibs. So um, Dibs is continuing to make your drinks. Uh, here's a question. Do you think, now that you've kind of had some adventures, you've seen more of the galaxy, would you have made any upgrades to your boy Dibs? Or are you just content with how he looks? Uh, they would be purely uh, superficial. Oh, yeah. I sorry. That's what no... I meant. Yeah, I have no expertise in, in droid maintenance or repair or anything like that. So I imagine this is, is like the uh, the horse armor DLC of, of costumes, you know, just more shit to add on. Yeah, well, yeah, just hear me out then because uh, uh, I, I, one, uh, he's wearing a fedora now that I picked up in Rick Dunbar's ship. So he just has a fedora. I, I also put a bola around him, around his neck. Cool. From I I don't know the ship has like a, a tickle trunk of <laughs> Mr. Dress. I up. would fully believe that of Rick Dunbar <laughs> and Vic Dunbar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Other way, so, you know the last names, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, and uh, uh, a pair of sick shades <laughs> just stuck to his face as well. Okay, are they like aviator shades? Are they like those big, weird, thick, like Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator Two shades? Or are they like the weird eight bit ones? Are they Kanye like they're, slatted ones? What are we dealing with? They're like Ray Bans, um, yeah. uh, with like uh, red frames. Oh man, I wanted to be him so badly in two thousand. <laughs> uh, okay, great. So you've upgraded um, dibs a bit. Yeah, that's what I um, call them too. I call those upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> great. So. Um, Dibs 2.0. Dibs is uh, making you a Dagobah mudslide. Um, 
when um, he uh, stops and uh, you've noticed that uh, Dibs has been learning speech better than, than previously where he could just say what he was doing at any given time. And then, of course, also understood like basic uh, bartender. But he says, oh, uh, oh, what do you think? He, uh, what do you have him call you now these days? Um, he, he calls me Vic because everyone else has started calling me uh, Darth Joey for some reason. I don't mm. get it. Yeah, that's I don't get the sense. reference. I don't get what that's supposed to be about. I try not to respond to it. Um, so I've specifically asked one of the only people that will follow Vic's your, your best friend. Orders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I got you uh, to call him Vic. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, he, uh, says, Oh, Vic, I forgot to mention there is a message waiting for you. Oh, uh, let's hear it. He says, hang on. I will have to stop shaking for a moment. And then well, he like finish, finish shaking then. And I'll have that. And then <laughs> very good. So like four and a half minutes later, he yeah. pours out your drink um, and then uh, he just pushes like a big red message button on his chest, and um, a voice um, kind of uh, comes over uh, Shake Shake's like voice coder thing, um, and he acts the whole thing out. So like the the bow is like flying around, and fantastic. You know, the shades stay on though because they're a Ray Ban. Um, but uh, also, I assume these are like counterfeit Ray Ban, like the kind you would buy at a truck stop rather than like official ones. He these are found Ray Bans. Spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, the kind you dig up in Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, he just says. Recurring Ray Bans. Renegade, baby. Hey, my name's Danny O'Chin. And listen, have I got a deal for you. Word is spreading far and wide of your success, baby, and I'm just saying we gotta take it galactic, you know? People are asking for that renegade style. All manner of creatures want you. All manner of creatures want to be you, and I think there's money to be made. So, if you want Renegade to become the household name, it ought to be. Call me, Danny O'Chin, at... And then it's just like that weird, like, fucking... 56k dial-up noise because i don't think star wars has phone numbers um so it just screeches loudly at you and you write it down because you know what it means and he says come on let's make them credits baby that's danny o'chin for all of your representation needs uh and then the message clicks off uh dibs when did that message uh, arrive for me how long ago we received it as we were fleeing oh. from the Dunbar Cluster. It would seem that word of your exploits has gone far and wide. All right. Well, I don't want to have to go back there. So let's hope Danny's not from the Dunbar Cluster. Um, when uh, when's, when can we contact Danny? Shake, shake. Or dibs. It is a funny thing, but I was part of a robotic bartender subscription service called Robobar where they would update my menus frequently. I have a subspace communicator. No one bothered to ask. I could contact Mr. Ochin right now if you would like. You know what? Let's do that. It's been a while since I've done business. Since the family let me do business and I, I think it's time for me to take another crack at it. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. 
Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dumb dumbs and dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably, probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. Well, then, let's do business. Shake, shake, shake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cannot help it. One moment, please. And then he pushes, like, a subspace communication button that's under his red communication button. Honestly, no one's really looked too closely at Shake Shake this whole time. He is a marvel of modern technology. Incredibly capable droid. Yeah, very yeah. sexy droid. Yeah, very much so. I don't know why they gave him that ass, but, like, I'm glad they did. Um, <laughs> presumably for Shake Shaking. I answered my own yeah. question. All right, so he uh, he pushes the button, and um, you, you hear, like, <laughs> I guess the, the fucking ring tone on the other end. Uh, and then you just hear, um, Hello, Daniel Chin's office. Um, Maggie O'Chin speaking. Uh, I'm hello. a secretary. Hello, Maggie. Uh, this is uh, uh, Vic Denbar. Who? You may know me better as a renegade. Oh, holy shit. I mean, oh, holy shit. Um, my, my <laughs> boss, Mr. O'Chin. No relation has been very excited to hear from you. One moment, please. And then you just hear like a tremendous amount of like, like just like speaker <laughs> interference. And then, uh, it's, oh, uh, thanks, Maggie. You sure do look like a different person today. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Tyler, just say you only want to speak to the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in the scene, Ryan! Uh, so Danny's like, hey, renegade baby, sorry about the help. She's quite a handful, but, oh man, quite a looker, as long as there are no follow-up questions. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, see, a man of action, truly. Oh, is he handsome? No, Maggie, I can't see him. We're on the phone, the space phone. So listen, uh, renegade baby, hey... I'm glad you called because I already started printing and distributing merch. And if you didn't want it, it was going to be a real problem. Oh, man. Glad I didn't miss out. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> um, all I need from you is a legally binding, I want to sell things over this phone call. Uh, Maggie's a notary. Um, oh, so uh, that's great. She'll handle that. But uh, Renegade, I'm just saying you could be a brand baby. Why, why stop at winning tourneys? When you could win hearts and wallets. That sounds that sounds great. Um, you know, to be honest, uh, my my original source of income uh, has uh, been temperamental lately, uh, and so it'd be nice to have a side hustle. And you know, the renegade uh, character and mythos and way of life has been something that I've been looking to kind of market and brand for a while, anyway. You know, because <laughs> anyone can live the renegade life. Is what I've been saying all this yep. time. Yeah, yeah, man. And I'm a leader of people. Uh, and 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 what better way to lead than by example uh, the, to do things, you know, the renegade way. Okay, so we're all ready to go on all the merch, but I, I need some answers from you about a few key things. Sure, hit me. Okay, so we've got a really cool T-shirt planned, mm -hmm. but I need to know what your key renegade catchphrase is. Uh, it's usually just me saying my name. Uh, so it's usually just renegade. Can you put that, that tone of voice on printed onto a shirt? Can, I sure can. I have the no fear font. Got it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay, great. We also have a fragrance ready to go. It smells a little bit like if elderberries drowned during spring break. What should we call it? Probably renegade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, got, I, I have a feeling I got the answers to all your questions today, Danny. Maggie! Maggie! Good news! The placeholders were right! Um, <laughs> you hear him shuffle some papers near the mic. Uh, he says, okay, uh, last thing. Yeah. Um, you know, 
people are going to start interviewing me, Danny O'Chin, about um, what the renegade life is. Mm -hmm. So what I need from you is the perfect day to be a renegade. So like, what are the like, what is your perfect ideal renegade day? So people know what to emulate. And I can start making those sweet deals with those tiny little cards that you find at various hotels that tell you things you can do in town for 10% off. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'll tell you right now, any day can become the perfect renegade day. All you got to do is take charge. You got to grab life by the horns. You know, you got to you gotta uh, uh, live life to the fullest. Uh, you've got to... <laughs> it's just using all of the most empty... <laughs> fucking worthless slogans uh you know you no gotta fear. take things you gotta take things one day at a time no fear it is what it is um and so on and so forth you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely and what's the logo it needs uh, to be a picture rather picture? than text it i'll send you i'll send you some headshots <laughs> what pose do you want um you can do you want like use a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the future or past. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's confusing <laughs> to me. But um, yeah, like what uh, if, if we were to put you in one key pose that would be the renegade pose? What is it? How many guns have you ever seen someone hold at once before? <laughs> two and a half. Renegade holds three uh, plus two swords. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. Maggie, take it to print. Okay. Uh, all right, well, this has been a very good business dealing. You'll get your 3% of the profits uh, by mail. What, 3%? Yep. Uh, is that up for negotiation? I mean, you already gave a verbal yes. Uh, Renegade, if you want to try and <laughs> negotiate, I'm going to need a back-end deal. Back-end deal. Cunning plus negotiation. Or no, I guess that's a presence skill. So, presence and negotiation. Perfect. The only time this particular role will ever happen on this yeah. show. Uh, so that's two green. <laughs> I just have two presents. Great. Uh, I'm going to say it's three purple because you're clearly out of your league. Yep. Oh, definitely. I was going to say just as like a metagaming note, like the answer to can we negotiate could also be no. And Vic would be like, I came away with a win here. Uh, I will say... <laughs> Danny O'Chin is about as bad at this as Vic. So Perfect. he actually well, thinks just... he has to negotiate before he can get away with robbing you. Got it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to add any destiny or anything like that. We also haven't talked about how much. Yeah, time. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got um, too tied up in our story. That's okay. I'm not going to add any. Stupid this is McGee. fucking worthless <laughs> role right now. So uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. For the record, would anyone else like to add destiny to this? Because he might think this is useless, but you don't have to. I'll do it. Of course. <laughs> oh, I, I can always man. count on you, Adam. So, like, like Serpentos kind of walks by, and he kind of just does like in his new helmet. He's just like, huh? Like gives him like a thumbs up, and yeah. and that has like helped you. That inspires Vic, and he <laughs> yeah, just gets yeah. too close to like the microphone on the call and be like, fifty percent. <laughs> All right, uh, we have four light side points and one dark side point. So you guys currently have uh, four available to you. You're using one, so that will flip to me. So now I have two, you have three. Okay, I've adjusted my dice accordingly. Get them dollars. Oh yeah. Total, one failure. <laughs> <laughs> 50% interesting number. What about, and Maggie's going to get real mad, what if I go to five? Five? Uh, I, it's like 50, but no one wants zero percent, right? 40. No, I'm sticking to five. Four. Uh, <laughs> six. Wait, five. Ten. No, seven. Forty. Fifty. Two, three, sold. Got a fucking yes. <laughs> I'm high five and dibs across and, the bar and shit. And you, you just hear like, you could have gone for a better one. He's like, shut up, Maggie. Is I did my best. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tune in. You'll have to buy the expanded universe trilogy that deals with their story. Mrs. I guess. Doubt Maggie. 
Yeah, it only came out on N64, but, you know, they tried. Uh, they tried hard. Uh, okay, cool. So, um, with th- uh, 3% of the profits from the Renegade line, uh, Danny O'Chin uh, takes your, your verbal sign-off and tells you that the merchandise will flood markets yesterday, because he already printed most of it. Perfect. Um, so get up and go. Uh, so with that, you, you click off, and uh, now there truly is only one, well, two mysteries left. One, how to get an allowance back, and two, yeah. what's the deal with this Darth Joey business? Yeah, it's a weird joke that I am not getting. Yeah. Uh, so you you kind of um, what what's a, what dumb outfit is Vic wearing today? Uh, Vic found a uh, jumpsuit, um, so it's like a custodial or engineering kind of jumpsuit, very much like meant for like doing. Yeah, it's like Shatterstar wears and a yeah, few like other dirty, yeah. gruff work in. Um, but because Vic uh, doesn't do hard work or anything like that and needs to look distinct, uh, the sleeves have been cut off. Um, <laughs> He's, so it's a it's a jump it's a sleeveless jumpsuit. Brash uh, is gonna be so mad, <laughs> so excited. And uh, he did find a necktie to throw on there, as well. <laughs> uh, just to class it up a little. So he's, he's like very blue collar, but also still like stylish. Yeah, and re- ready for a job interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, not so for a job, but you know, for business. So yeah. you uh, you straighten your tie. You look a bit like Fred Flintstone because it's just like tie. Absolutely, jumpsuit. I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, you decide to go go talk to to Brash to see what's up. Uh, Brash. So you've been piloting the ship. Um, you're stuck in the cockpit. Uh, you got Palpatine's lightsaber, and you can feel the situation starting to 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 fall away. Um, that said, again, it's been a few days. So uh, how do you think you spent those few days? Uh, well, I guess the big question would be, has Engage told me what's going on, or am I still completely unaware of it? I don't think here? there's ever been a chance, given that you're in the cockpit, for Engage to go find you, because uh, Serpentos has been keeping a close eye on him, trying to win him over. So, I think for you, it's still business as usual, but you can feel the disturbance in the Force. Uh, and admittedly, you've also been kind of worried that Waka might kill you, and now that he's fully Serpentos, the odds are... I mean, I don't know he's fully Serpentos, but... Yeah. I, I feel like you know that now. I'll say you've got oh, that okay, much information, cool. but you haven't received any... Like, Engage hasn't had a chance to, to talk to you. Then uh, I would Guy, say... you, you have a, a quick question. Could I go pee real quick? <laughs> I'm so yes, sorry. it's all good. I'm going to deal with Ryan to the end of the episode. So, Godspeed, Night of Tomorrow. <laughs> Please cut um, this out. Uh, as, I promise you, you know, it's all in, baby. Uh, as Engage ah, walks to the bathroom, I he just, he just I have a lot of lubricant I got at his spell. Hold on, I'll be right back, real quick. Bye. He also uh, <laughs> mentions that uh, Waka is gone and now it's Serpentos. So you got that as Engage walked by, but unfortunately, Great. you heard Serpentos following him. Um, but also, you now that you're attuned to the Force, you're, you're starting a lot of. It's it's unfortunately like um, any conspiracy theorist who one of their conspiracies turns out to be true, where, like, you've had all these ill feelings for a long time being kind of the middle child and dealing with, like, all the weird court politics um, and, uh, like, all the Faldine business and everything else, and now you can actually feel it. And um, there is definitely a disturbance in the Force. All right, then it's this couple of days, Brash is going to use the time because he's got to get crafty. And he actually knows a lot about being crafty when other people are more powerful Mm -hmm. than him because his siblings were a lot more powerful than him and constantly tried to have him murdered. Really, he's just back in his own backyard now. (laughs) Yeah, he thought he could get away, but everybody goes home. Um, So I think he'd be using Nick's. Yeah. uh, Because Nick's, like, he'd give Nick's the 5,000 credits he's got in case they need a bailout. Like, Nix, he's kind of all in on trusting Nix at this point because he's, like, saved his life there, yep. team. Uh, and I think what he'd have done, I mean, A, he'd want to get robes because he feels like black robes are appropriate, and I feel like the Emperor wouldn't shut up about it. And he would need a pair for him and a pair for Vic that he could force Vic to wear later so that it would match. Uh, and then I would say he also is probably taking meetings with the people he knows Waka has, like, threatened to kill at some point. So mm-hmm. the people he thinks he could create essentially, like, an alliance he could be in charge of because he's aware that if he has to fight Waka alone, he's dead. But if everyone on the ship fights Waka, 
maybe only most of us die. I will also say that, um, again, the, the treachery of Serpentos remains un, unrevealed. However, at this point, uh, whenever Vic isn't around, they do treat you kind of like the captain. So at this point, like, the, it's not that you need to convince them to get on side. A lot of them are, like, on side, I think, okay. with, with you. Cool. Then what I would do is uh, I would have Sterling try to help me come up with something that would help me be able to sneak away if Serpentos decides to turn. Uh, and then I'd probably try to put the hackers on figuring out if there's a way we can just, like, temporarily deactivate Waka if stuff goes bad, just because I don't know Serpentos versus Waka, but it seems bad and he's tried to kill people and Tutu Cups has a big army. Well, and part and parcel with that, um, Ryan, I'd also like you to consider what your strategy for the arrival at Tutu Cups place is, because everyone else is tied up in their own shit. So, um, as you kind of think through your resources, um, tell me which ones you want to allocate to um, disabling Waka and which ones you want to allocate to um, two two cups. Okay, two two if cups. necessary. Yeah, yeah. So I think two two cups is a scenario where I just want to pay him. I don't want to try to rob two two cups. I think it's way easier to get in, get out, and realistically, we'll make more money killing Agrippa and robbing Agrippa than we would from two two cups. Mm-hmm. Also, two two cups is the scary, and it's had a lot of time to plan for this. So I think it would be. Oh man. Okay, I would have Sterling. Sterling would be my ace in the hole there. I feel like Sterling and Gungan Ramsey, it'd be like figuring out a stealth suit, figuring out something that could get us out of there or bring somebody secretly to the meeting, like bring mm. Sterling with the repeater rifle or whatever, who's invisible as the backup for the two two cups meeting. Uh, I got some bad news for you on that stealth suit front. Hmm. Vic destroyed it during, uh, or did you wear it or he, he wore it? I wore it. Okay, it's gone. You, you trashed that shit uh, on your Okay. <laughs> but, Tom, what, what do I have in terms of stuff to use then? Because like, I've I'm got sorry. Yep. the hackers and I've got... So you've got hackers, you've got Sterling. If your goal is to sneak Sterling in, that's totally a thing we can do. Just the stealth suit is out. So um, I will tell you, you can't build a droid on this ship. But with spare parts, you could probably build a Trojan Gronk. Okay, yes. I am Trojan Gronking Sterling, mm-hmm. uh, who will be in the Gronk. As I think, I, yeah, I locked the armory, so I'll take some guns yep. out and give those to Sterling. Uh, Nyx is also armed. <laughs> I have determined Nyx doesn't die. That's a major goal for him. Uh, and I think I would leave the hackers on the Waka problem. Like, I'd yeah, like that makes sense. He's a robot and he has robot parts. Go be smart in a room somewhere. Cool. Because that's what he learned back on Falleen from the family corporation was like, if you have scientists, you just sort of send them to a room and you say, solve the problem. And then you look good. And then they do. So black robes, Trojan Gronk, hackers are on the problem. And then it's just trying to figure out my weird powers. I feel like he'd sit there and if he could feel the force, it'd just be like, sure. what is the force? Bad okay. emperor teaching. So um, so Sterling is in, like, you, you're you trying to meditate, which is something you've never done because I think on Falleen that would be considered ridiculous. Um, I feel like uh, Falleen are the, uh, the corporate yoga studio where, like, namaste is printed in, like, swirling script on the wall, but they're like, you have an hour... And then you need to get the fuck out. We have another class coming. So um, you're trying to meditate and it kind of sucks. And it also kind of sucks because the emperor is in your head constantly. So, you know, you have a thought and he's like, no, you must empty your head like a vessel of darkness. Also, don't mind me. And then you hear like a fridge door slam. But it's, here's the thing, though. I need a, I need a plan because everyone is going to try to kill me or something. Yes, that's what being a Sith Lord is. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're dead, right? Maybe. So I feel like maybe we shouldn't follow your plan. Because hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, but like, I have more plans. This is part of it. The lightsaber thing. You becoming Emperor. Me helping. That's part of it. I have a different plan as well. I have lots of plans. So okay, it's well, fine. My problem is I don't even have one plan. I okay, just well, let's have you. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Let's start with that. Now, you need a Sith name. Um, and before you can come up with one, um, the door opens and you just hear a clomping. And um, 
a a Gronk droid walks in, but it's like a full sized man wearing a Gronk droid to like roughly his crotch, and then Gronk legs up to like his knees, just and then it's just like incredibly long Gronk legs. Uh, no, they just stop at his knees, oh, and then the rest oh. is just pants. Like it's clearly a man in a suit, and he's like, "Oh, um, hey, uh, it's me, Gronk. I've come to Gronk it up." Uh, <clears throat> Gronka! Is this, uh, uh, good? is this what you need? Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, they don't say Gronk it up. They just say Gronk. And they don't really Wait, put what? any emotion on it. I feel like you can just tone it back a little bit. Also, those are definitely your legs. Can we, like, put a stool in there or something so you can wheel yourself around? Well, like I mean, I... children's hover cars? I, I, I could... And then he, like, clearly crouches slightly and it fits perfectly. He's like, this is just, uh, it's real inconvenient for me. I don't love it. Okay, well, you can stand now, then. It's just more important for when oh. the murderers are around. Yeah, it's a lot of just, like, Gronk. That's all you got to do. Okay, and, sorry, he's, like, some kind of, like, football player, is that right? Well, I mean, space football is very popular, so he got named after the droids because you can't knock him over either. Yeah, I understand. I mean, well, after they outlawed uh, pod racing, which I learned in that second video game. All right, cool, cool. All right, um, here's a question, though. How do I refill the martini machine in here? And you hear, like, sloshing. I wasn't aware you had a martini machine. That, that's uh, damn. Uh, okay. Do you know what? You're gonna have to talk to Gungan Ramsey about that. You can't talk to Dibs because that'll blow the Gronk thing, and I don't know who knows. So we want to keep that on the on the down low. So Gungan Ramsey can make you, if not a martini, I'm sure we can get uh, spasquila or something. I mean, you know, I guess in a pinch, phrasing and such. Okay, great. Uh. Well, my uh, martini tank in here is almost empty, and you hear him slosh again, and you realize that, like, most of the body of the Gronk might just be a martini keg. <laughs> Great. Uh, you also didn't I need this fuel tank, right? It's cool that I use this? Well, the fuel tank may have been useful if we needed to, like, set fire to something for a distraction or make an explosion, so... Oh, here's a conflicting idea. Okay, yeah, go just tell him you need the, the hardest alcohol you can get in there. This is how I get ants. And he just, like, nods full-body Gronk style. Uh, and then he drops down and just walks out. And then just at the last minute, he t- tries to, like, look over his shoulder dramatically and instead just slams the Gronk body against the doorframe. Says, Gronk. <laughs> and then he just, like, stands up and clearly walks away like that TV from... Um, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is very dumb. And kind of what a human-sized Gronk droid would look like. Yeah, and Brash looks down at the lightsaber and he goes, that was my best plan because you kept distracting me. I have Okay, that. I'm sorry, all right? Can Normally, I have one of your plans? Okay, this one's pretty good. So, do you have access to a trade federation? <laughs> uh, no. Well, fuck, I don't know then. If you can't start a trade war on a seemingly peaceful planet, I don't know how you do anything. Look... The important thing is, you have allies. Good. You can betray them later, replace them with more powerful allies. You have an apprentice. Good. But you need a name that will make people scared of you. All right. Well, you were scared of the Jedi, right? Yes. They're the scariest thing. What if my name is Darth Jedi? (laughs) Then rise, Darth Jedi, but then sit back down and meditate. (laughs) Yeah, I've got to keep flying this thing or we could hit a planet. Things are so much more complicated in your world than mine. You know, back in my day, we had these things called battle droids. And then he just starts like droning on about the Clone Wars. Um, you manage to mostly tune him out, and uh, Nix comes into the, the cabin, um, and he uh, he takes a seat next to you, and you just hear, but then I, I used an old Jedi's name, Cypher Diaz. I used him to, to say that I needed a bunch of clones made, but he'd been dead for years, and you just kind of tune him back out, and um, uh, Nix, uh, like, hands you an incredibly refreshing non-alcoholic beverage, and he's like... These are the only two left on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> and I drink it and I say, thank you, Joris Kabeev. I'm sorry, they, I'm just hearing weird stories. Uh, uh, yeah, I understand, I understand. Yeah, there's 
it's a lot of those going around. Um, but listen, uh, so I know things are getting a bit crazy on the ship. Uh, I've almost had my eyes scooped out a couple times. I almost died a bunch. Um, Agrippa lent me and, and Shatterstar and uh, our dearly departed dibs to you a while back. Um, but I got to say, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Brash. Uh, and, um, I think I, I hope I've made that clear. Um, I don't know about Shatterstar. I hope she'll come around. She, uh, she really hates her, her sister, uh, Shatterson, who, uh, works for, uh, Tutu Cups. So, like, to kill her, she might be really onside. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I feel like there's, like, something here. Maybe, and, uh, you know, we got another couple days in hyperspace, and I may just be a male courtesan, and this might be a classic courtesan falls for their John kind of deal, like, ever since you, like, snapped that necklace case on my hand, um, I was like, ah, that kind of sucks, but, like, also handsome, I don't know, but, um, before, uh, before we enter mortal danger again, I, I just, I need to know, is there something here? I popped, he's like, oh, wait, oh, um, um, uh, yes. Je Jedi do really well when they fall in love. That's a big thing for the Jedi. So you, you should have big emotions. I was going to say, and he's just saying that in my ear as yes. I'm kissing Nyx. <laughs> like, he's just right. immediately in on it. John Williams' Bash Love Across the Stars comes up orchestrally, but we can't afford it. So, Ryan, what's the song that plays instead? Uh, uh And I Will Always Love You. You're goddamn you. right it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And and then he leans back and he says, Originally I just thought it was a game about getting you to fall in love with me. Damn me if I didn't fall in love with you. Uh and then he just like falls out of the Sith robe he'd put on and the camera like pans back. And then he pushes body. you back against your chair for saying he's like, No. And then he adjusts the light so it hits you in the dramatic way and he says, Yes. Uh and then could this, he, could this sorry, could this be a cover of I Will Always Love You by Fallout Boy featuring Missy Elliott? <laughs> Is that a real song? Probably. Love you. Let me switch that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's from the uh, the Bodyguard remake by uh, Paul Feig and his team. Uh, it's just like Melissa McCarthy is the Kevin Costner part. Uh, it's great. Uh, anyway, um, so with that, um, as uh, the ship makes its final uh, sort of descent into um, the ICO system, um, Brash and Nix finally uh, give in to the professional slash game slash eventually just realize they actually like each other feelings um, and have like pretty explicit sex for a star wars movie uh <laughs> in the cockpit um is there any dice yeah, rolling it's, that's it's going on here the, or i was say it's cut from the version released in china <laughs> yeah 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 of course instead like a, a chinese scientist comes in and says i saved the ship and everyone's like cool good work it's just iron man 3 um that's the version <laughs> that's what gets spliced in instead of the sex scene it's just all of iron man 3 um but um yes uh as uh <laughs> Brash tries to ignore Palpatine going, good, good, in his head. Um, the uh, ship drops out of hyperspace um, and is immediately under fire uh, from a number of pirate vessels. Um, and Brash, as you, you look up from Nyx, uh, you see that uh, the small moon of Rykos is under full assault from a combined force of pirates and the Empire. This episode of Dumb Scum and Villainy features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara13 on Twitter, Guy Bradford at Guy Bradford on Twitter, and our fantastic game master, Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. 
Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of my shop. I'm a Toydarian. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish